favorite themes, games, hot topics, and much, much more. Hey, and welcome to episode 70. This seven zero casual games and casual conversations. Gareth, how are you? Um, very well. We got Good. through episode sixty nine. We did. We did. Everyone enjoyed the video. Well, they video did. snippet. Um, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Where anyone likes to see us versus just hearing us. But no, I'm doing very well. Good. 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 So, uh, so what's new? What's hitting your table right now? Um, well, we had a games day with our friend Nick yesterday. Really? Yeah. So and did that you was... play all dexterity games? <laughs> I don't think we played any dexterity games. Oh no, we did. We played um, Rafter Five, which Nick had talked about. He did. Um, which was a lot of fun. That was the one from Wink Games, mm-hmm. where you like a the box opens up. It's the boat. You put a, like the planks on top, and you've got to balance planks around. Um. I think it might land in my collection. Really? Yeah, it was nice. But that was the only dexterity game we played. So, so Nick talked oh, a lot no, about I lied. Ashanti as well. Ashanti, yeah, yeah. So I got to play with Nick's smooth and silky balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty game. Um, it's, it does it's, come it, in a luxurious velvet box. I mean, yeah. it really does look like something you might buy from a is, different kind of shop. But is the mat felt? Is it neoprene? Is it neoprene? But has got a super smooth finish. Surface. It's yeah. just yeah. It's not yeah. It's not like wetsuit kind of neoprene. It's right. It's got a, definitely like a fluffed up surface. Okay. Um. So yeah, I had a lot of fun. I got beaten. I've, I Max. feel like I feel like photographs um, don't do that game justice. You know, it looks no, pretty, I mean, it's just, but I it's, bet yeah, it's, it looks... it's really nice. Yeah, the balls cool. got like they're plastic with um, liquid in it. So when you spin the ball along, it like the inner ball moves around. Kind of looks yep. like an optical illusion. So yeah, that was good. So yeah. um, so that's yesterday, and my favorite game. Mm. We played mm. 11 games yesterday as well. It was a good session game. I saw that. I'm, I'm really um, proud of you. <laughs> we didn't play Obsession. That's um, I'd say I enjoyed the most feed, the Kraken, oh, which is social game. deduction, pirates, sailors, and um, cultists. And uh, I'd been a good sailor, very honorable, until the cultist leader oh, decided course. that I needed to be part of the cultist team. <laughs> So with my honourable sailor side, decided that it was time to take captain of the ship and throw the cult leader into the Kraken, which led to a cultist win. Victory for us. Yippee. All right. Look at you. Yeah. From from honourable to tossing cultists. Yeah. Tossing tossing cultists over the port. (laughs) I stopped there before. And then the other game that I thoroughly enjoyed, which I thought I would, was um, Far Away. The single words not far away, which is a different game right. that we talk about. Right. Um, which is like you, you get to play eight cards and then you play the cards in reverse order you, that you play them to score points. It's really good. Cool. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, how about you? What's hit your table recently? So, um, yeah, before I tell you that, um, Toss It, reach out to us. They were really excited that Nick talked about their game. In last week's tossing, tossings. 
And so I said, Hey, send me a copy and I'll get play it and we'll talk, you know, try and, you know, get you on the show in the future or something like that. They're going to send me a copy. And uh, I was like, that looks cool. So I will be getting a dexterity <laughs> game. Well, so what was up? You said a dexterity game looks cool. I did. You've, I did. How much you've changed in a week? In a week. In a, a week. Whole, look, there's a whole new PJ See? who's embracing, yeah. balancing things and tossing yeah. things. Yep. So oh, I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think I, I think it can, it'll play well with our group, and uh, that'll be fun. And I enjoy talking with the designer of that, so that'll be cool. Um, as far as what hit my table, so yesterday we have returned to Frosthaven. Yay! I have a lot, have a lot of thoughts about Frosthaven. Ooh, like what? Um, like because like you were a Gloomhaven mega fan. Frosthaven, yep. what? What? Is good or bad? Or indifferent? Or middle road? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> all of it yeah so okay so yesterday we played two scenarios and they were linked so that means that you have to play the second one immediately after the first you can't return to Frosthaven and do all could, the outposts could you wait and pause the game and come back next week or do you, does it need you to play no i mean you could wait but like when you come back you have to play the mission you can't Right, you okay. can't you can't go to Frosthaven try to buy new items. Do something items. else, yeah, yeah. It's back to um, back, and it was it was important for my character. So I still was playing one of the starting classes. Uh, for those of you who play Frosthaven, I was playing the Bone Shaper, um, and so it's been a year, and I just finally retired my first character. Um, so I'm happy about that, but I'm also kind of annoyed that it took that long. So the the way that the game is is different from Gloomhaven is they'll they'll have like calendar events. So they'll like a calendar and they'll say put this number 3 weeks in the future and when we get to that time you read that corresponding entry. Mm. Something happens, you draw a card, you get a new building. Various things happen. But it's like so my character would have to complete a scenario which would be like, now you got to wait for the calendar event. So now we're doing other things. We got to the calendar event, a new mission, another calendar event. And it just, it seemed like it took unnecessarily long. Right. Is it the other, is it so what, the other, too, too bloated as in it's just too much. Yes. Admin. admin. The, the admin has gotten worse. Hmm. Um, here's the other problem behind that is now. I have a new character at level two, whereas I was at level nine. He was fully maxed out. Now I've got a brand new character and I've got to learn it. And we're in the middle of the story and everyone's at various levels now because they've gotten used to their second character. And I understand that's the nature of the game. You have to learn a new character. But when you're when you're maxed out with one character for so long, it's it's a difficult adjustment. Mm. So you know that that was a little disappointing. Um, I'm beginning How to fu- wonder. We are thirty eight percent through <sighs> the entire yeah, epic. Now we're playing every other Saturday. I know some groups burn through Frosthaven in like the first two months after getting their copy last year. Well, some of us don't have the luxury of playing Frosthaven, have it set up on the table and play it every night. Um, How long do you play it for when you do meet? Um, so the guys come over at noon 
and we usually play for about six hours. Okay, yeah, yeah it's, good, it's good solid. Maybe seven hours, depending upon the mission, um, and then we'll pack everything up and just play something else, um, or a bunch of smaller games or whatnot, you know. But we always try to end the night with something else. That way, we feel like, hey, you know, okay, we we did Frosthaven, but we also got to play something else as well. Because the problem with and you've you've uh, critiqued Katie and I for this before. We're getting into these campaign games. You never have time to play all your games, right? And I know that's always been a problem. It's like, well, we're going to play Frosthaven all day. Well, we have all these games on our tables, on our shelves, and we can't play them. And we want to. And we think about our gaming group when we buy a game. It's like, oh, so-and-so is going to like this. you know. And if we're not playing it with them, then... Uh, but that's what we did. So we retired my character and <laughs> moving forward, trying to get the 40% of Frosthaven complete. Ugh. So at this rate, finished by Christmas? No. Wow. No. Gloomhaven took two years, Did two it? and a half years for us. It's a big investment, isn't it, in time? It really it is. is. But again, that's every other Saturday. So we're not playing it weekly. Does, or Does everyone enjoy it? Does everyone go, yeah, I really can't be bothered. Can we not play um, Wingspan this week? Or is it, everyone's, no, no. Everyone's invested. Everyone's invested in it. Um, now, sometimes someone can't make it, right? Like something will come up. It's like, hey, I can't make it. And they're like, you can go ahead and play without me. That's fine. And Frosthaven allows you to do that. Um, but when someone cancels, that's when I take the opportunity to, hey, let's play something else. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, I know you like, you know, Lords of Vegas or Lords of Waterdeep. Let's play that instead because so-and-so can't show up or can't make it. So. Uh, that's the bonus of hosting and having all the games in your collection is that you can, it does help, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. so frost was our big one. I think my yep. game is I've been thinking about playing war of the ring, the Lord of the rings, two player. I've heard a lot of things. Yeah. I played it once with our friend George and loved it. And the other day I thought to myself, I really want to play that again, but it's a whole, it's like a seven hour event. Cause Ooh. You got to remember the rules, which I which is like been two years, right? But you know, but that's just one game, you know. Yeah, pack it away, job done. Whereas you're working your way through a epic game, you know. So yeah. it's a lot of commitment. Um the the story is easier. Keeping track of the narrative is easier than in Gloomhaven. In Gloomhaven, we were like, I don't even remember what we're doing anymore. In Frosthaven, this the narrative track. That's oh, good. So I guess that's some so, learnings from the first one. The increased administration of the game um, handicaps. What's yeah. the word? Yeah, yeah. 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 Positive so, negatives. Yeah. Highlights and no lights. Yeah. So um, what else you been playing? We are in the middle. So we got we finally got two games that we're play testing. I know you received a copy of one of them. I don't know if the second one has arrived yet. Uh, Fate of Ventera is here, yet to be played. Yeah. Um, we'll be on the podcast. Yeah, we um, we played it at two players. Yeah, just Katie and I. And then la- last night we played it at five players. Ooh, how was that? It's and it was two and a half hours. Five players. No, it's not bad. Five players. That's good not game. bad half at all. Average. No, no. That's after two scenarios of Frosthaven. So that was a full day. That's good going. It's a 
it's a solid game. Um, I've got some detailed notes to give to Zach, who's one of the two designers. And um, it's all about like the, the rules. There's a few like rules. There's some, you know, rule, rule clarifications and certain cards. It says this, but does it really mean that? Or does it mean that's always this? a bit, you get, yeah, that needs a bit right. of fine tuning. That's okay. So yeah. I think it's, Fate I think it's Ventera. really, Ventera? yeah, I think it's really close. Yeah. So we're just waiting for you to play that so that we can have Zach on. Yeah. Uh, And then we've got another game, Fluffy Dragons. Did you get your copy yet? Not arrived yet. Okay. Um, I think it shipped. It's like weeks from wherever wherever it's coming from, I guess, Um, in the U.S. Katie and I played it. We only played it at two players. I'm going to try to play it because it plays up to five. So we're going to play more. It's shorter. It's faster. It's cute. The, the dragon miniatures are amazing. Um, it was a little flat at two players. Just a, yeah. wee, a little bit, you know. Um, I think it needs more players for interaction, but I won't know that until I play with more players. So um, so that's kind of, yeah, doing some play testing for some friends and getting some designers on the podcast in the future. That's, that's what I've been working on. It's kind of exciting. I like that. I mean, looking through what other thing. I mean, for, uh, we we played Barcelona finally. So Nick was giving yeah. me a hard time because I hadn't played Barcelona. So we got back to the table Sunday. Mm-hmm. We played it again on Friday. And we played it two player first of all, which I really enjoyed because it was pretty quick and I could. There wasn't much player interaction, but there was enough. Whereas with three player, because you've got that one extra player in the middle. I had to think a little bit more strategically about yep. where I put things. So, um, see, I, I still enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it in a different, in a different, different kind of way. way. And then on, on the reverse of that, we played. Um, so somebody sent me, um, I think it's the something game company, Ab- Abduction, which you might have seen in my Instagram feed. Yeah, these little mini ducks, which it looks like it was a pretty successful Kickstarter back in twenty two. Mm-hmm. Um, it plays brilliantly at two. We played it at five really? yesterday, and it was just a little bit. A little bit too much downtime. Okay, um, but it's very simple. You've got this really cool spaceship with with ducks in it. I mean, it's so right. random. No, and I know. You, you, you draw the ducks out of the spaceship. You put them on your quantum flow, whatever it's called, <laughs> and then you've got these really nice shiny cards that um, have got different configurations of of a, of a two by five grid. So you might need to have all the same ducks in two by two, then a space two by two, or three together one above and one that one two steps away so you've got action cards that you move those ducks around i mean it's it, it's just fun i mean it was a like two player and three player it played really quick whereas we played five player which you, you need for you need the expansion for um but we didn't add in these wild beautiful shimmery glittery green ducks maybe they should have been added because they're wild and it might have oh, sped it up. Oh, yeah. Maybe just added it up. But yeah, it's good. That's, um, yeah, so I'll need to some coverage on that game. Um, yeah. So I was, looking, I was looking at that because uh, Katie's got a huge rubber ducky collection that we keep in the bathrooms and decorations. And I saw this game. I'm like, oh, my God, this is. Yeah, they're, they're about yeah. centimeter tiny. They're, they're, they're really yeah. cute. I mean, and the, 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 the rubber spaceship is it's good production. Yeah. It is good on the table. I like that. Yeah. Um, um, and I think the last game that we've been teaching a lot of people recently is Tiger and Dragon. 
Tell me more. So that's an Oink game, and Oink games are famous for coming in small boxes like Deep Sea Adventure. This is a big Oink box game, kind of paperback, typical paperback book size. Okay. Maybe slightly larger. Um, it's based on a Japanese game, which I can't now, now can't remember. But um, it comes with 10 different scoring games. So um, it gives you loads of variety, and they're all different. Um, there are um, like Ma Yong tiles. So there's one one, there's two twos, there's three threes, there's four fours, five five, six sixes, seven seven, and eight eights, um, which are either red or blue. Uh, odds are red, evens are blue. And then two wild, so one red, one blue, wild, one dragon, one um, tiger. And on your turn, you uh, you all draw um, about between 7 and 11 tiles, depending on the number of players. There's a few left in the middle to give some randomization. And on my turn, I pick one of the tiles I have and I make it an 8. And then I, I'm attacking you. So you then, if you've got an 8, you can use that to defend yourself, or you can even pretend you haven't got them. But the idea of the game is to get rid of all of your tiles. Okay. And the last tile that you play when you go out, the scoring tab will give you points. So let's say in the basic game, finishing with a seven and eight, which is there's the most of, will give you like four victory points. Um, and the first one to 10 wins. And hmm. we have, it's a nice, maybe 15, 20 minute filler. Again, plays probably best. It plays up to five. It works well at two, three, four. We played it five last night and we finished scoring it to five points, not 10, just because it was started to drag. Right. Um, but yeah, really good. Very tactile. Looks great on the table. Tiger and Dragon. But it's not quite, it's, not, it's about 40 pounds. It's not cheap. Really? Yeah. Wow. Maybe because it's heavy and I guess it's mm. Jap- Japanese. So I guess it's import from Oink. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. So, but. Yeah, really good. That's my last one for uh, recent games. Recent um, games, yeah. You did a poll recently. I did. So what was that, two weeks ago? Maybe yeah. two two or three weeks ago, we did a poll on our on our Meeple to Meeple Instagram, and we talked about, um, like, here's four things that you want, you know, what, which of these four things do you want to see more of? What do you want us to talk about? Um. Do you want more designers on like we've had in the past? Do you just want more gamers? More innuendos. Right. Um, <laughs> he shook um, his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> more uh, more top 10 lists. I, I do um, enjoy top 10s. Personally, I enjoy top 10 lists. I personally cannot stand top mm. 10 lists. Well, let's do top five instead then. I don't care about that either. Like people love listening to you talk about your favorite dexterity games. Come on. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but of the people who answered, they said they wanted more gamers featured. Now it wasn't overwhelming. Featuring their top 10 lists. Then we, then we're winning, aren't we? Well, maybe, but it was more gamers. So it got me to thinking is, and I don't know, maybe we need to reach back out to our listeners one more time for clarification, but it's like our tagline is uniting players around the world, right? So maybe we need to 
I don't know, open up an invitation to folks or, you know, have more guests who are just from the gaming community and they pick the topic and then we talk about it for 30 minutes or I don't know. And is that something worth, you know, should we put a post out and say, Hey, what do you want? You know, or I don't know how to work that, but, um, I can, put, I love, we I can, love guests. Well, I love guests and I love top tens. So it sounds like we're going to have guests with their top 10 games. God, or top five. <laughs> People love sharing. It's knowledge. Well, sharing's fine. I guess this, everyone does it though. I don't want to do what everyone not, does. Not with guests. No. See, I guess we're not. different already. There we go. Well, okay. An international flavor and yes. And people's f- favorite games. I don't know. I, I, what I'll do is I can put a poll into the Spotify question. So if you do Ooh. listen on Spotify, yeah. Just scroll down slightly, there'll be a poll. Uh, obviously if you ha- if you do listen on Spotify, always leave us a comment because that's always good to read. Mm-hmm. Um but there'll be a poll and it'll be what kind of content It'll be similar to one you posted on Meeple to Meeple channel. Okay, yeah. And we'll see what people say on there. Poll I mean, 2B. Right, I love it. I mean, I love to have you all on. I think it's great. Um, the I love interviewing and, you know, that kind of thing. I really enjoy it. And I love getting to know all of the gamers. Um, I think that's what really makes the community. I mean, the games don't make the community. Games are useless if there's no one there to play it. So we make up the community and like i said we want to unite players around the world so we want everyone to reach out and you know invite you to come on and you pick the topic and your top five games how about that how about that there's my compromise so we the well guest done, chooses the topic and their top five within that it could be theme it could be mechanic it could be whatever you want uh and we'll come on for 30 minutes or more whatever and we're just gonna we're gonna talk about it and It'll be all about you, our friends. I like Around that. the world. It's good. I love it. Around the world. I love that. And you know, so speaking of that, um, so we're going to have a very special episode next week, right? Are we? A very, yeah, I think we are, right? Oh, we do, yes. We yeah. are. It's we a are. very okay. short episode next week. It's going to be short. I it's going to be about five minutes. I think it's um, closer to ten. It's really close to ten minutes, but it's awesome, y'all. Y'all are gonna y'all are gonna hear the voice of probably the single greatest guest we ever had on the show. <laughs> I, you really are picking this up. No, because um, it's great. If, I, if if it's enjoyed in its so next week you're you're not you're you're going to play games with gamers like and make top ten. I am. I am going to Tennessee Game Days in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Adam from Tabletop Vibes is coming down here, and then the two of us are driving down to Nashville, uh, where we're going to meet a bunch of people. We're going to meet TJ Plays. We're going to meet a Mary Trash Talk and her husband. We're going to meet um, Tabletop Worldwide, Nashville Board Game Guy, um, Dom from Bromide Enthusiast. Um, so many people are going to be in Nashville. It's going to be great. So I won't be available to record. But what I will do is record sound bites for Why this don't you do a live industry. show? Just do a live show. I'm going off piece now. You could do a live show. Just record it straight from there. Find I know, a room. The, the last time I did a live, it was it was just it was you no know, hotel room. Just like you know. Anyway, maybe maybe 
I could except, possibly do that. Because PJ's not around, and then obviously there can't be a PJ that Gareth and a Gareth that a PJ. So we have a special right. guest filling in for five minutes. And it's awesome. Um, which was recorded at Christmas time. Yeah. Um, and if, if you would enjoy it, um, this young man is very keen <laughs> to come on the show more often. So it might become a monthly, a monthly five, ten minutes um, with this very enthusiastic young man. I- I feel like we should have him on every week. He should close out every episode. I think I'd be exhausted. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I'm really excited to hear what everyone thinks. Um, we were, uh, you know, we were going to, you and I were talking about at some point having an episode about um, organization of your game shelves. And oh, yeah, we were, weren't we? And so Katie and I, we took all of our games off our shelves and did a complete dusting and everything. I need to do did, that. We did a reorganization. Um, and I got my inspiration from our friend, uh, Banzanator, who's out in California. She was she was doing them uh, by vertically by size. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she talked about how many cube Calyx cubes she managed to free up by doing it according to size. So you fit them in the cubes by size, and then for the little spaces, you can fill them in with it, whatever. And but size is first. And then you can do it by theme or publisher or whatever. We ended up freeing up three whole Calax cubes, which we subsequently filled up one of them. Um, but but that's always the art. I wonder if anyone's made – somebody must have done this because all the dimensions are on Board Game Geek, aren't they? They are. Mostly. Now, so but if you if you took those dimensions mm-hmm. and a bit of AI and a little bit of config of that shelf, you could just say to the computer – Here's my games collection from Board Game Geek. Yeah. Take those dimensions and please show me optimal. Oh, oh, that 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 is not beyond the no. art. Of some, I need to talk a... to some data scientists. I know. What about? Why don't you just do it? Uh, I'm, I need somebody who can do some proper data science. But oh. luckily, I have one who works for me. So I'll speak okay. to um, I'll speak to them and That's say I've got a really good idea. Here's some data. Can you do some magic? Because I think that could be. I think there's a market for that. I think that would be cool. Because you just type in, how many Calyx cubes have you got? Say, say 50. Mm-hmm. And then it takes all those games. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Now, so... Hmm. Anyone hmm. listening who thinks they could message me? Yeah. Yes. Message us and let us know if you have the skill set to help I'm us. I'm sitting there thinking here, processing it. I think it's quite yeah. easy, actually. I bet it is. I don't have the skill set for it, right? But it is. That's what we need. That yeah. is what I, that's what I need. It would, it would help my... Uh... I, um, you Do you know, know, talking about storage, so one of the things I have done in the past when I'm running out of space is I pushed... Because obviously Calyx are quite deep. There's always, a bit, there's always a good 15, 20 centimeters at the back that's yep. not optimal. So often I then push the games back and I put a box front on. I hate that, and I, I hate know a it, lot of people but, like it, but. but it does mean I can get another fifty games. It's true. It's no good because when I'm looking for a game, I'm like, okay, I'm putting all these boxes off looking for the game I can't find. Right. Um, but then if I had the app that I've just used to structure my game, I just do a quick like librarian. Where mm-hmm. do I find Pillars of Earth? Oh, that is in Shh. section six. Oh, that, okay, You've sunk so, my battleship. Yeah, I think that's a great topic. I would love to 
I would love to get a guest on to talk about um, book and storage. Yeah, the difference between a library and a collection, and vertical and horizontal, which I do both vertical and horizontal. You know, um, we've got that system. So what's that there's your, some... yeah, what's your preference? So if you had, to, if you if it wasn't about space, would you be horizontal or vertical? So honestly, it's about inserts. If I have a folded space insert, let's go vertical. If I don't, horizontal because it's... really I'm vertical no matter what. No, I I don't. Nope. <laughs> Just, nope. No. 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 <laughs> Says PJ. I don't, I don't, I don't know what else. To say. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> okay. Well, so if the big boxes, and then it, let's leave this for a, for a debate episode. Yes, so is listening. Um, collections versus libraries. Um, horizontal, horizontal versus, versus vertical. vertical. Inserts versus no inserts. And I guess we right. may as well throw, throw in sleeving versus not sleeving. Sleeves versus non-sleeves, yeah. If anybody wants to talk about those, drop us a message, me or PJ. Please. And then it. we'll get you on the show. Um, and we'll talk maybe about we, it. We need a vertical and a horizontal. Ooh. We need a bit of a contra- controversy. Yep. To have a debate. I like it because clearly like vertical it. is right. So that's the end of that debate. I mean, I guess I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't, I'm just I don't looking think... at my large board game storage, and they're all horizontal because their size. Yeah, that's why you did that. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So, PJ, anyway. why did you bring up this subject in the first place? The reason is when Katie and I were organizing our shelves, we've got all the they're all stacked on our table. We're restructuring our uh shelves what did we listen to while we were organizing the shelves we listened to the recording of the special guest oh yeah and i think we listened to it twice because he's awesome y'all hopefully he's not listening you'll just, <laughs> just, just go to his head um <laughs> since since recording the super special episode of about seven minutes long um He's got his own idea about his own podcast show. So he's already got a breakaway. <laughs> um, so he has not yet been a guest on our show. And no, he no, is no. already he already has a um a spin-off of our show. His show uh, now. His show. Remember, he's the boss. His show. Yeah, That's right. Boss. Yeah. That's right. So um, so next week we'll have an episode go out. It's only a short one, so it's like a bonus episode, really. So it'll be right. um maybe maybe it's the beginning of a new series. Maybe so. episode seventy know. is that series, and we'll have a spin-off series. PJ Gareth and friends, and friends, friends. Okay, well, look, that's we've done half an hour. Yeah, we've talked about upcoming it. games. We've talked about mm-hmm. um, what's been hitting our tables. We talked about mm-hmm. future episodes and guests. Yep. So please do yep. reach out, and then you're off on a holiday. Yeah. Going to meet some gamers and play some games. So the week after next, we'll do an episode on that? Yes, we will. Get I'll some sound try bites. To, try to get some sound bites. I'll think about doing a live recording. Um, I could probably do that. I will be I will be sharing a room with Tabletop Worldwide. He and I can. There you go. Seriously, I'll log into studio and broadcast. There it is. We could just do that. Yeah. But a whole, a whole episode without Gareth? It's, it's on tour. Meeple and Meeple on tour. <laughs> Live which and direct. Which I guess is, around the world. It's what you want. You want to talk to all the Meeples. Right. I, I want to talk to all Let the Meeples. Let it go. 
<laughs> oh no um, i'm not gonna start singing so um anyway everyone um it's been an absolute pleasure um, oh that's great thanks enjoy